0: You are listening to the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast hosted by Independence Institute. On this podcast, you'll hear from the experts at Independence Institute talk about the issues important to Colorado and how to bring some sanity to this increasingly leftist state.
1: Ben Buck resurfacing in the TV afterlife by me, John Caldera, published November 5th, 2023. You don't have to be a psychic to figure out what Colorado's U.S. Representative Ken Buck's next job is likely to be. First, a hearty thank you for Ken's many years serving the people of his district. Not only in his dozen years in Congress, but his many years as a fierce Weld County prosecutor and in the U.S. Attorney's Office before that. It's easy to forget that before becoming a cable TV news darling, he was poised to become a tea-party underdog United States senator for Colorado, if not for a couple of high-profile verbal gaffes. The first blooper that seemed to stick on Ken like Glue was comparing footwear in what the press mischaracterized as a sexist comment with his primary opponent, Jane Norton. How do I know it was mischaracterized? Well, I'm the reason he made it. Me and my 12-year-old sense of humor. Every year, my organization, Independence Institute, throws a tongue-in-cheek fundraiser called the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Party where we smoke, drink, and shoot. Sadly, not in that order because lawyers. We were wrapping up our festivities, and I was joking with the crowd that recently the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms had changed its name to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Being 12 years old at heart, I knew I should end the event with some firecrackers. You know, explosives, which I left in my car. So I threw the microphone for a minute to the best joke teller in sight. Ken Buck, of course. Since his opponent, Jane Norton, was attacking him using the line about her high heels as a proxy to let us know she's a woman. Like we couldn't tell by the skirt and breasts. He told a joke about his cowboy boots. Quote, I do not wear high heels. I have cowboy boots, and they have real bull blank on them, which got a good laugh at this politically incorrect event. Reporters were there and found the comment not noteworthy at all. But opponents found the video later and took it out of context. The bigger hit was on ABC's Meet the Press. Buck was asked if being gay was a choice. He answered... Quote, I think that birth has an influence over it, like with alcoholism and some other things. But I think that basically you have a choice. In case you don't know, if you want to get elected in Colorado, the political answer is always, being gay is never a choice. A nuanced answer for Buck could have been, it's irrelevant as all people have equal protection under the law. As prosecutor, I was the first to use hate crime legislation to convict those who victimized gays in Colorado. Protecting the rights of gay people is what is important. But damage done. By, quote, hating gays and women, he just barely lost the race for U.S. Senate in 2010 to Michael Bennett, the luckiest man in Colorado politics. Buck did win his congressional seat, which proved to be remarkably safe, but not always comfortable. On the home front, he survived cancer and survived divorce with his talented wife, Perry, who has her own distinguished political career. And on the political front, Buck hasn't been afraid to take on allies. Notably, he was one of the early hardcore conservatives to clearly state Trump's election was not stolen. MAGA Republicans hated him for this. He was then one of the eight Republicans who ousted House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. MAGA Republicans loved him for this. He then would not vote for Jim Jordan to replace Kevin McCarthy. MAGA Republicans hated him again. Oddly, Ken did not come home to his district to announce his retirement. I've never seen this before. He didn't personally, face-to-face, thank his constituents for the opportunity to serve them. Instead, he broke the news live on MSNBC. Conveniently, they had the infographic ready to pop up underneath him when he announced he wasn't going to run again. So either MSNBC has very fast typists, or they knew in advance. I have a strong suspicion Ken Buck might be hosting a program on MSNBC when his congressional career is over. If so, the man who wrote a book called Drain the Swamp about the evils of people making their living from the foulness of Washington, D.C. will be making his living thanks to it.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a like and consider sharing it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can catch our newest episodes. For more content from Independence Institute, go to thinkfreedom.org. Thanks for listening.